guys. Welcome to Bobcat 401. This is the first episode of 2015. My name is Britton Richter. I'm the lifestyle editor here at The Star. And I'm Mariah Simink, the assistant lifestyle editor. Uh, with us today is Cameron Cutshaw, our managing editor. Hi, guys. So glad to be here with y'all. I'm so excited to get this show started, and I'm ready to talk about some of these topics we have. Yeah, we, we, uh, we have a whole lot of variety to discuss today. And um, Mariah, you want to take it away? Yeah, so last week we covered a wide range of stories. I actually got the chance to sit down with Nathan Gowalski, who is the general manager for the Torchy San Marcos location. And he talked to me about the preview event that's happening Monday from 7 to 9, which I thought was really cool. It's really great that Torchy's is coming in with a bang and, and giving us all the free food. And then if you didn't get to go on Monday, they also have a grand opening special on Tuesday, where anybody that comes between 7 and 10 a.m. gets a free breakfast taco. So I thought that was a pretty cool way to start your day. It's very exciting. Torchy's is very good. It's one of my favorites. It's the best. Would I'm highly looking recommend so forward it. to it. How do, you, how do you feel about Torchy's camera? I've been looking forward to Torchy's <laughs> like, ever since I've come back from break. I didn't know we were getting one until um, until I got back from break, and I drove past where the old post office was. And like, what do you know? There's this bright, like, red and like yellow. yellow, like, cool little, like, hip thing in the new downtown and come to find out it's a Torchy's Tacos and it looks so cool. looks like this new hip place that I think is really going to take San Marcos by storm. Um, you know, and I've, there's a Torchy's Tacos in Dallas and it's really famous for just being the best taco. There's always like a big competition of like, who's the best taco in Dallas? And Torchy's always wins. So really glad to have one right in our backyard. And I don't think I'm going to go tomorrow because that line, if y'all didn't know earlier, I was reading on Twitter that the uh, Torchy's Taco line was like five miles long to go get a taco Seriously? earlier. It was insane. But, uh, you know, I might not go tomorrow, but sometime this week, you can see me and I'm going to give my money to Torchy's. <laughs> yeah, when I was talking to him, one of the things he was saying was that people should start lining up hours before because it's notorious for having a super long line that first week. The first time I had Torchy's was over winter break. I've only had it one time, and I'm definitely going to go back. But, uh, yeah, it was just regular business hours, and there was there was a line that was in Dallas, granted, but among college students, cheap tacos are pretty pretty uh, popular. It'll and be the exciting. Great, the great thing about them, though, is even if the line's really long, they're always really quick to get the food out, so that part's really nice. It's really good. Anything's better than Fuego, in my opinion. Really? Oh, I completely wow. agree. I mean, really? I'm not, the biggest, I'm not the biggest fan of the Fuego. Wow. No, me either. How do you feel about the Fuego? <laughs> The Fuego. I'm a fan of the Fuego. Um, but I've also only had Fuego in San Marcos. I've never had a Torchy's to compare it to. So who knows? That'll probably change based on convenience we'll and location. We'll have update next week for our listeners. Yeah, we'll do a duel. Definitely. Taco duels, taco Brit- wars. Britain's war against Torchy's and Fuego. <laughs> who will be it's victorious? It's a personal vendetta now. Yes. Torchy's is definitely going to bring some competition to Fuego. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's for sure. It'll be great. Um Alongside Torchies, we also have a couple Breaking Bad fans with us today. I'm a Breaking Bad fan, but I haven't seen Better Call Saul, the new spinoff, so I'm a little unfamiliar. But these two are big fans. How do you feel about it so far? Yeah, so I actually got to review it for the paper last week, and I've only seen the first two episodes, but I am so impressed with it so far. It exceeded all of my expectations. You know, I feel like it was one of those shows that... People had really high hopes for going into it, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be able to live up to any of that, but it it did and more, and yeah, I was so impressed with it. Breaking Bad has such a huge, huge fan base. All of them probably carried over to that, but you, do you either of you feel like you have to have seen the show to seen Breaking Bad to understand Better Call Saul or have an in-depth understanding of it? 
I'll take this one. Okay. I th- Cameron's I th- got it. I don't think you need to know Breaking Bad ins and outs, but I feel like the watchingness or like the uh, enjoyability of it will be enhanced if you know the ins and outs of how Breaking Bad worked. Because I'm not going to spoil anything for the people who probably haven't gotten to it. There was a big spoiler, or not like, uh, there was a big moment at the end of episode one that a Breaking Bad, a Breaking Bad fan would have uh only understood like that's and that's like it's just one of those moments and I think that was the moment that people were like this show is going to be equal to or close to Breaking Bad because I mean it's hard to like Breaking Bad set some really high standards let's be <laughs> that's honest so here. true like I mean Breaking Bad's one of the greatest shows in television history and I would love to hear a battle between that and someone else but mm-hmm. I mean you know, I I really loved the first uh, episode. I watched half of the second episode, and I had to go back to work because our editor-in-chief, Nicole Barrios, can't do this paper by herself. <laughs> and so um, I only got to watch half of the first episode, or the second episode, excuse me. Um, but, you know, the writing's there, the content's there, the, the concept's there. Everything is everything is there. And I'm really excited to see what Vince Gilligan and Peter Gold have some uh, have on their hands. Yeah, Peter, it's Peter Gold, right? That's mm-hmm. the name. Okay. Because Vince Gilligan's doing it, yeah. Because I didn't, I wasn't sure if he was going to be doing the same thing or if he would have painted it off as someone else. But the style is all the same too, right? I heard that like all the, like definitely the way it's shot and all like the music and it's very similar and kind of echoes Breaking Bad. I definitely agree with that, and I really just missed having Breaking Bad in my life, and and this really fills that void for sure. It's a fantastic show. There's a reason it won so many awards. That's great. That's very true. The greatest show ever in the history of television. That's really that's, that's a, really that's high a, praise a high you've praise. got there. And that is a uh, that's a very bold statement for me to say, but I believe it. Okay. So wow. I'm not I'm not saying Better Call Saul is at that level yet, but no. But potential. it always makes me so sad when people haven't seen Breaking Bad because I, I just feel like it's it's so good. You're missing out so on good. really great TV. You really mm-hmm. are. Um, yeah. So those that's that's how we feel about that. Um, let's go ahead and start talking about some things happening on campus here at Texas State. Uh, the Whitliff Collection, for those of you who don't know, it's the seventh floor of the library. Um, they're going to be doing a whole lot of exhibitions and events happening in 2015. And one that's going on right now is the uh, Face of Texas. They're portraits by Michael O'Brien, and it's just photographs, still photographs, of very famous, well-known people from Texas, within Texas, like Willie Nelson and the, the loved, very loved Beyonce. Um, alongside that, we have homegrown Austin music posters, which is just vintage posters that happened from 1967 to 1982, and it's a lot of like funky and psychedelic kind of style posters. Um, the oh god, who who what is his name? Um, Alan Schaefer, the uh, the editor of those posters. He's actually going to be featured in Vogue, which is a pretty big deal that we have access to those posters. So that'll be pretty interesting. Alongside that, we also have our very famous theater um, is doing doing a streetcar named Desire. So you want to tell us about that, Mariah? Yeah, so Streetcar will actually be the first performance of the 2015 season. So that's really nice. And the play was written by Tennessee Williams. And it kind of deals with a culture class between two major characters, Blanche Dubois and Stanley Kowalski. And we actually recently ran an article about upcoming theater performances. And in it, Reagan Goins, who's a theater senior um, who plays Blanche, described the experience as being like a role of a lifetime and just spoke really highly of it. And it really made me excited to see it. It's, it's one, of my, one of my favorite plays. Um, 
And so the first performance is going to be February 17th, and it runs through the 22nd. So you got to get in there pretty fast if you want to see it. I'm not a super huge fan of reading plays, and I'm sure a lot of us have probably had to read this in school for various reasons, but I do know our theater program is really, really great. So this will be a really exciting thing to actually get to see visually. I plan on going. should be very exciting. Um, do you have anything you want to add? I agree with everything yeah. you just said. I honestly, I don't, I'm really big into theater, really big into musical theater. I like to keep up with it as much as I can. And I can say, I don't know much about this, um, uh, this play. I didn't read it in high school. I know absolutely nothing. I know it was a movie at one point. Mm-hmm. If that's, that's true. That's a movie. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. I know nothing about it. Uh, but I know that our theater department is quite fantastic. And, um, yes, they are. I've never seen a, uh, bad show. So, um, I'm going to try and catch it this weekend. I saw an advertisement for it up in uh, Old Main earlier today, and I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to try and go catch that this weekend. Um, but I have full faith it's going to be quite fantastic, and we'll let you know next week. Pretty sure it'll definitely uh, definitely beat out the movie. It's not too exciting of a movie, but the play is going to be really great, I have no doubt. Yeah, my high school actually put it on my junior year, and that's when I was first exposed to it, and they did a phenomenal job, so I have really high hopes for it. Shouldn't be too dull, which is good. No, it's definitely not. It's, it's, a, it's a really interesting plot. Oh, man. So, after all of this, we are going to come to our picks of the week. Mariah is going to talk about a couple of couple of interesting things that you can do for the week, the weekend, whenever you want. Um, just a couple options to keep in mind, keep you busy. Yeah, this is actually a really cool place that I found while I was writing the picks of the week last week, and it's called Wimberley Glassworks, and it's not too far from campus. I would say it's probably a a 15 to 20 20 minute drive, and what makes it so unique is they do these glass blowing demonstrations um, Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can just go in, and they'll go through the entire process with you. And I just thought that was so unique, you know, rather than just going in and buying something, you can actually see how it was made and kind of like the story behind it. Have you ever seen glass blowing being done? Have no, you ever I seen haven't. Like, YouTube I, videos I've, yeah, anything? I've seen videos on the internet, but I've never seen it in person. Wow, and I bizarre. really want to go check this place out. It's actually. fascinating. It, I don't know how it works. I don't know how anything about it. It's really interesting. I know. It, it's, it's so fascinating. And the stuff, I was looking at some pictures of things they've made, and it's just, it's all so beautiful. I would definitely put it like in my apartment or something. Good deal. Is yeah. this is this the place like if you go about yeah, five to ten minutes down Purgatory Creek or Wonderworld I guess I should say is it like that blue building that like it that used like, to be a fire station and it's like renovated now I'm not I don't think I don't I think know it's, what I'm it's out towards Wimberley it's down it's down Ranch Road yeah, twelve you go exactly. and take that out to I don't remember the street but it's down out towards Wimberley and it's like kind of it looks like an old fire station yeah it, is does. What it looks okay. like it's just kind of on its own. Kind of out in the middle, not of nowhere. But so I don't know what I'm thinking of. No, I don't know what you're thinking of either. It's not technically um, in San Marcos. It's uh, a little yeah. bit of a drive. It's a slight detour. It's a, you won't miss it, But it's though. worth it's like, it. Yeah. I hear it's definitely worth it. I can't Pretty wait great. to go. Uh, another interesting thing um, that I learned about this week was the, the Meadow Center for Water and Environment does these kayak tours. And basically, it's super close to campus, and it's a great way for students to learn more about the springs and lakes in our area. And you have an option of taking a one to two hour guided tour that will, you know, kind of familiarize you with the endangered species that call the waters home, obviously. And the boats run from Monday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So there's a lot of time to take Are those the glass-bottom kayak tours? Yeah, well, they have the glass-bottom boats, and then they have the kayaks, too. I've never done the kayak, but I've, I've done, done the either. big boat, and oh, I loved it. it. The water was perfect. 
That's exciting. Yeah, I'm really just, upset I never got to do those. I would really like to do that. Yeah, I, I came up here with my environmental science class in high school, and that's what we did. And that was like the first time I'd really seen Texas State, and it was just so impressive. I highly recommend it to people. That's really exciting. Um, coming up this week are the Oscars. So yes. here with his take on the Oscars, his predictions, is our own Cameron Cutshaw. He's a big, big fan of movies, a movie buff, him and Mariah both. I've never seen any of the movies except for Whiplash, so I have no input here. But At least you saw a good one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I picked that's a good true. One. I mean, uh, this year, I typically this is the first year in about like five years where I have really dropped the ball on seeing all of the movies. You know, but life gets in the way when you're a college senior, you know? That's very true. Um, but I have kept up with them enough to know about them to where I'm still going to win my office pool. The, office, <laughs> the University Star <laughs> office He's pretty pool. sure about that. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go 24 for 24 just because I'm confident and cocky. <laughs> I went 21 for 24 last year, but we're not going to talk about that. That's really impressive. It's really impressive. I, I know. definitely not would not have. I sound like such a like horrible person right now. You just oh the worst. I'm yeah, the worst. definitely. No, I, I really love the Oscars. They're a fun time. I love having an Oscar party. There will be one in my apartment. Um, if any listeners want to come to my apartment <laughs> and watch the Oscars, let's let's let's. Grand, that's a bad idea. Grand, <laughs> grand party over at uh, my apartment. Feel free. I'll give you the information. No, I won't. But um, uh, I'll give you my uh, picks, and y'all tell me what y'all uh. If y'all agree with me or not, I'm gonna go over like the first, the big categories. I have like a list right here, but um, I'll read the nominees. Right? You want me to read the nominees? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll start down from the bottom. The uh, much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Snubbed movie, yeah. Lego Movie, um, did not make the top five animated features. Something that still hurts my heart. My That's number, bizarre. My number three movie of the year, the Lego Movie. Uh, instead, we are. Uh, given the tale of princess uh kayagu kayagua see we can't even pronounce this name why why is it not <laughs> that's ridiculous why people are very upset nominated? about the lego movie do you know who that was directed by the lego movie no oh the... nope okay never mind it's not gonna win i don't care <laughs> <laughs> it's not the lego movie <laughs> it's not the it doesn't lego matter movie. anymore uh moving on we got song of the sea how to train your dragon 2 the box trolls and big hero 6 so that disgrace of a category <laughs> uh i'm gonna pick um how to train your dragon 2 uh, because Lego Movie's not nominated. How to Train Your Dragon 1 was really great. That's all it's, I have to say about that. It wasn't the Lego Movie. That's true. Um, what do you think? Miss Mariah. The only one I've seen from this list was Big Hero 6 with my cousins, and it was a really cute movie, and I would not be upset if that won. I thought that they did a really good job with it. Dis I've heard a lot of good things about the box trolls as well, but I never got to see it. So Disney typically owns this category That's most years. That's very true. But there was no Pixar movie this year for the first time in a really long time. There That's was no Pixar movie. Um, so I'm I'm putting my money on DreamWorks and How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but the, uh, the first one was, was really well done, so I wouldn't be surprised if it won. And then uh, we're going to go Best Original Screenplay. This is basically a lock for the, my listeners right here. Um, it's a, typically any year Spike Lee or Wes Anderson mm. or, or Quentin mm -hmm. Tarantino are typically nominated. They're going to win. This year, Miss Wes Anderson came out with a movie called The Grand Budapest Hotel. Maybe you've heard of it. It got eight Oscar nominations. I think this is what it's going to take home to win is the best original screenplay. Um, adapted screenplay, we got American Sniper, Imitation Game, Inherent Vice, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Uh, this is kind of a... This is kind of a mixed one. I don't really know, but I'm going to put my money on Whiplash. Whiplash is great. Whiplash is oh, I've heard great things. Good. Unfortunately, I haven't seen it, but I would probably bet that that it's would a, be the winner. I, I, that's what I'm putting my money on. I'm still iffy on it, but we'll, we'll see closer. Um, the rest of these guys, 
they're locks. So I'm telling you right now, and they're not locks, but like they're I'm, locks. They're locks. Cameron you know, knows nothing. Nothing is typically a lock, but you can never say with full certainty. But uh, we're gonna but go. You're gonna. Uh, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> put my money on all of these things. Best supporting actress. We got Patricia Arquette, Laura Dern, For Kira sure. Knightley. Emma Stone and Meryl Streep, Patricia Garquette's taking it home. 100%. Yes. Okay. Um, that's a lock. Another lock we have, Best Supporting Actor. We got Robert Duvall, Ethan Hawke, Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo, and J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is taking it home. Oh, 100%. 100%. So great. Like that, like, there's and some people, like, the second they are, like, even mentioned, like, it's kind of like the year, like, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis came out mm-hmm. with, like, Lincoln, and the mm-hmm. second there was, like, a poster where, like, they showed like, him as Lincoln. That's it. He won the You're like, like, he's he going to win. It. Yeah, totally. What do you? What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, sometimes award shows um, previous to the Oscars, like BAFTA nominations and things like that, can be indications of winners, and I definitely think that's the case for Patricia Arquette and Boyhood. I definitely think they're going to be pleasantly surprised at the Defin- Oscars. Definitely. I think when, like, you start getting on a roll, just the Oscars typically follow the same pattern yeah definitely um for now to the top four categories uh we got best actress uh marion colatiard excuse me for pronunciations uh felicity excuse me felicity jones julianne moore rosamund pike and reese witherspoon um when this category first came out i really thought this was going to be a two-person race between julianne moore and reese witherspoon but it has not turned out to be that way. Julianne mm-hmm. Moore has dominated this category. Yeah. Yeah, and she's she long has. overdue. I think she has four nominations and no wins. I think it's time to honor the uh, longtime great Julianne Moore and give her she's her fantastic. first set. She's wonderful. Everything she's done. Although I did really like Felicity Jones, yeah, in The Theory of Everything. Mm-hmm. That movie was yeah, so she did a, that good. That movie was phenomenal. The acting and just everything was, was great. But also, I really love Julianne Moore. And and she's then, a superstar. You also got Rosamund Pike, who is oh, the God. star of Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. That's the one Gone Girl nomination in the entire, entire well, 24 she killed category. it, so she it was, deserves it. I, I remember walking out of there just so haunted by her yeah her i was shaking in that movie it was yeah. insane that's really ominous for someone who hasn't seen that no movie. it was <laughs> literally i've read the but book and i thought i knew what i was getting myself into and then halfway through the movie i was just like this is insane i mean it blew my mind uh moving on to best actor we got uh steve carell with uh his with the we're always going to refer to steve carell's academy award nominated steve carell from now on mm-hmm. uh bradley cooper with his third straight nomination Benedict Cumberbatch, the Hollywood golden boy at the moment. Um, Very true. Michael Keaton, the longtime veteran, and the British boy, Eddie Redmayne. Um, Eddie Redmayne. Here's the deal about this category. This is an interesting one to me because my heart's telling me Michael Keaton. My head's telling me Eddie Redmayne. That role was so... I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it I have no idea. Phenomenal. And, um, I mean, typically the same way with Julianne Moore, like... You'd think Michael Keaton, who's never been nominated, and this is the time to honor a huge, well-respected actor in a in a role I think that's deserving of the win. Birdman's a great film, my number four. It really was. Um, But Eddie, like this is like going, (laughs) this is going like both like one one week Eddie Redmayne will win it, another week Michael Keaton will win it. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't, I have no idea. It's a very tight race. Tight race. Um, I think I think Sunday more. I think Sunday night I'm gonna pick Michael Keaton. But I will not be surprised if Eddie Redmayne wins. Okay. Um, I, but my my heart's telling me, I, you know, who do you listen to? Your heart or your head? Who knows? Um, the I'm gonna like, put these two together, and because we're kind of running out of time here mm-hmm. on the set. But um, we uh, best director and best picture. I'm going Boyhood all the way. I mean, Richard Linklater is gonna take it home. I really don't see a scenario. 
even though Alejandro uh, Inarritu won the Directors Guild Award, I really just do not see how Richard Linklater. No, I completely agree. I, I'm like, almost positive it's like going I, to end I, up being it him. Would blow my mind if it went. It would be a huge way. upset because that's pretty much everyone's feeling right now is that Boyhood and Richard Linklater yes, are going to win. And I don't even see a split happening this year. I, I really just Boyhood's Boyhood's the winner. I mean, Boyhood's the little engine that could. It's taken. It's a masterpiece of a film and. I will battle you if you disagree with me. <laughs> you will battle? I will battle. <laughs> That's I'm, really I'm official calling, sounding. I'm calling out so many people today. Like, battle me you are ready stuff. to fight, I'm Cameron. I'm ready to fight. Those are my, uh, those are my predictions. Um, what do y'all think? I, I completely agree. You know, you, you obviously are very well read on the subject. and Well, thank you. I, I definitely agree with most of them. Cameron gets it, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, that's all the time we have for today. So thanks for listening, you guys. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and also Pinterest at Star Lifestyle and read us in print and online at theuniversitystar.com. <laughs>